Welcome to the Empowered with Marcos podcast. I'm your host, Marcos Hurtado, and my intention with this show is to share my knowledge, wisdom, and experiences to develop your mind, body, diet, and soul in an educational and entertaining manner. These episodes will consist of my own stories and talks, along with interviews with some of the great minds and souls that are part of my life. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Yo, welcome to the Empowered and Marcos podcast. And today we have very special guests. Yes, two guests today. So we have the hip hop duo today, Senna Daniel Kano. So we had Daniel before on a podcast late last year, but he's back today. And now his cousin, Anthony, is also here to join us. So both of you, welcome to the show. And also introduce, reintroduce yourself a little bit more in depth for the people that may not be aware of who you are. Thank you, Marcos. Thank you for having us. Uh, this is Daniel, aka Kid Cano, but I'm also here with my cousins. So we're Santa Daniel Cano. Um, it was dope that how we connected last year. I think it was like a, some vegan fest in Oakland. Yeah. Y'all can't see it because it's all audio, but I'm repping the Oakland shirt for today in that yeah. memory. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was just dope for talking about veganism, plant-based, and also like being creatives and artists. And I always look forward to pump, playing your pretty much podcast when I'm commuting to work. Like, it's, it's dope to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your work. Oh, of course. Yo, what's good? It's Senna. This is my first podcast. I'm ready to get lit, dirty, and you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, let's get the ball rolling. So first thing that comes to mind is, so I, we talked about this before, Daniel, with the previous episode, but now I got both of you. How's it like working, both of you working together, you know, creating music, um, performing, and just putting out actually like the recordings? How's that like just working as a duo? It's like the outcast of like California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I think our dynamics are different from most people just because uh, we're related and not only like we're cousins, but like we're really brothers. And like, it's so weird because we're we're a day, we're born a day apart, mm. and like, ever since we played baseball, travel, like we do everything together. So making music, it's it has its moments of like uh, anger, but I think on the most part, we're like we could put egos aside and just vibe with each other. And like, we know when when somebody's upset, you know, or somebody's not feeling it. Like, oh yeah, that was cool. But like, we know, like, oh that shit was whack, you know, like. We just know each other, and we know what we're gonna say, and we know what we're what they're gonna say already. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's dope though, but like, we're still learning and shit, you know. Yeah, and I'd say like, creating process, creative process is different. Like, Senna can write really quick, and it, I'm very process oriented, and I need to like, I can write, but I feel like my rhythm isn't there, mm. um, and so my my process to start off is really like freestyling because I want to get like the melodies down and like cool there'll be some lines that are dope but like it's just about getting the sound and then finally getting the words together so I think that's very different about how we actually initiate our own like verses Mm -hmm. um and yeah it was kind of funny how we both started doing music around the same time but like I was in Oklahoma City when I was like a teen and then he was out here in Cali and then we're like oh shit you doing music too like Maybe we should work on something like when we connect in the summer. Mm, yeah, that's solid. That's crazy how um, even like like doing that or creating that art, 
from different parts of the country, you're still like in the same, you know, wavelength, same, same vibration, actually doing similar projects. So uh, how long have both of you like been working together? Uh, I think we started, because uh, we, we drifted when he went to Oklahoma and, you know, we just stopped talking, but music brought us back together. And I think it was like 16 years old. We, we was around that time we both started making music and I seen he dropped the song and I was like, oh, I'm jealous. Like he just dropped the song. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna drop the song right now. <laughs> so I, I just did that. And then we just started talking and like, we were just vibing with it. And we're like, yo, let's do something together. And they're like, yeah, for sure. And then probably since 16, we started just, you know, messing around. But uh, we started taking it serious, maybe what, 2018, 2017, senior year of college for both of us. Yeah. And ever since then, it's just kind of like more than a hobby, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 2018 is when we dropped our first like collective project. Mm-hmm. And as he was saying, like we used to record some freestyle tracks like on Audacity mm-hmm. and all that, you know, like old ass like program that's very simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, you know, eventually posted up on like back then, you know, we had our MySpaces, but like you know, distributing music was different back then, right? Like. Mm-hmm posted on there's like that piff um i remember we like submitted it to one of the major radio stations when they're looking for local artists mm. and like that shit was really problematic like locally like, <laughs> like <laughs> listen back to that, i was like as an artist like i would never put out that stuff because it's just it's like it was young and naive mm-hmm. um and now we're just like all right now we, like now that we're taking it more seriously like the content has to be very um raw but also honest and meaningful Mm-hmm. So we've matured in that sense, but like we come right around the street and then do freestyles and like kind of you know fuck around with different lyrics just to have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's part of creative process, just going with the flow and whatever feels right. And most of the time, it's just accumulation of experiences and insights. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely cool. So uh, of course, both of you are also vegan as well. So what's your uh, your intake on that? Uh, not just a plant based diet, but like the like the vegan community and the purpose behind it as well. well like i don't know it's weird because i feel like it's still like pretty much just ran by white people you know it's i don't know that's just me Mm. that's what i see like especially trying to get put on at uh these events even if it's um like it's like a dope vibe and like you just kind of get the feel and like oh like you see acts that are other rappers up there but they're white and then not only are they white, but they got dreadlocks. And then it's a family event and they're talking about drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, bro, like really like this dude is performing and I can't. And I know my shit's dope. So like, don't tell me it's not, you know, like, like if my shit was trash, I would understand. Like, I'll keep it real. But I don't know. The whole vegan community is weird. Like there's definitely <laughs> both people, you know, but like, it's still like, it's still clickish, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all about clicks, though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's honestly kind of feel like it defeats the purpose. It's having like actual like clicks and groups like that. Because the whole purpose is about ending the harm, harming animals. That's it. It's not about eating fucking kale or being better than other people. No, it's about not harming the animals in any way, shape, and form and reducing the harm as much as possible. That's pretty much all it is. It's a very, very, very simple concept. But a lot of people get caught up and get distracted by that. Instead, they let their ego, their ego get in the way and make it seem like, oh, I'm more vegan than you are, more important than you are. You're not doing enough. Like, no. It's like we should all do our part the best we can, the best of our knowledge, and help 
educate people so they can make better decisions with a different perspective. That's it. So a lot of times, like you were saying, is they made it more about a clickish thing and more about uh, ethnicity type of thing. I'm like, no, that's not the case. It's like, like for my experience, I realized that when, when you realize that's not the case, you just take the power in your own hands and just do your own thing, spread your own message and just um, find like-minded people like what we're doing right now and just make yeah. that message grow as a whole. That way um, it could be heard by more, more people and they could make decisions. They make decision based off more information that they accumulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you said too, right? Like the whole purpose of like veganism is really to like, like you said, like um, supporting, you know, all beings on this mm-hmm. planet and like mm-hmm. from, like sustainability so like we have a fucking planet to live on and um and like hopefully like you know people want to have a, kids and like next generation is like they need like where else are gonna go and i think um like promoting veganism helps like i kind of like shift the consciousness mm-hmm. um i say um in like the world and also like how i started to pivot like my lifestyle for that was learning about how um I met. I read this cookbook called "Decolonizing the Mexican American Diet." Yeah. yeah, we talked about it before. Yeah, we did. Huh? yeah I've read it before too. <laughs> it's super dope, right? And it's yeah. like it talks about how veganism can be very accessible, but like um, you can still have like you could preserve your culture, right? If mm-hmm. you're Mexican or like a person of color, like you you don't have to um, think that you have to like eat all the mainstream vegan stuff, like you said, right? Kale smoothies like twenty four seven, right? Um, avocado toast. <laughs> avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> you know like but it's funny it's like well avocados are from Mexico too but like anyways yeah. um so like learning how to preserve your culture uh, and like the recipes that your grandmother has passed down right like you can still veganize it and like you know um pass that on to like your kids and i think that's what's really dope about specifically in southern california there's like an emerging i'd say like mexican uh vegan scene and I think that's like super, super powerful to see because it's like shifting people to uh, thinking that, oh, I'm going to have like, you know, carne asada tacos, but like we have some fire ass shit that's vegan and we have meat, people who eat like, you know, meat and they're like, yeah, I'm convinced, you know, I'm like, let's, I'm going to welcome you to the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not really about a side. It's more like shifting perspective. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah. Because, um. Cause yeah, actually, out here too in the Bay Area, little by little, there's like more like vegan pop-ups, just helping shift people's perspective when it comes to all types of cuisine. But of course, like like Mexican cuisine has been one of the major ones that's been up and coming when it comes to like actually seeing pop-ups, which are actually growing to growing in size and actually being exposed to more and more people, which is great and wonderful. But at the same time, realizing that it's just not just Mexican culture, but like Latino culture and like different types of Asian cultures, and definitely um more soul food places popping up that are vegan all these places great and uh it's a really good um standing point to realize what we're eating especially mm-hmm. coming from different types of cultures and realizing that you know what this isn't just a specific ethnicity or cultures type of food it's like a, a, a united but uh it's, it's a united culture no united movement but at the same time there's different aspects to it so at the yeah. same time it's great to be diverse and have different types of cuisine but at the same time really this for the same purpose we're all in it we're all in this together like i said before we all need to take care of all the speed of all life on earth because if we don't we're all fucked and the planet's destroyed well the planet actually no we'll get destroyed the planet will be fine the planet will bounce back the planet has been through hella shit before over the years we'll be done (laughs) we'll be done and then whatever comes back you know 
I don't, I'm not an expert to this, like hundreds, thousands, millions of years later, there'll be more life again. And yeah, <laughs> repeat the cycle again, then destroy it again. Cause you know, it's happened like five or six times already, but yes. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, in a nutshell, um, veganism, plant-based diet, it's not just for specific group of people, it's for everyone. And it's, it's about being mindful about all of us and it's the food's fucking amazing. <laughs> You're not missing out on anything, so yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's not about cults or clicks or anything like that. It's just just ignore them. That's their own insecurities. And focus on the main on the main purpose why you're doing this in the first place. So yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So um I know Buffy do a lot of community work as well. Well, I know Dan, I know you Dan. I'm, I know you've like done talks before and done talks yeah. like at colleges, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've definitely been involved with like working with um, student organizers across like the state, whether they're like fighting for, you know, like decreasing tuition and having more housing um, so, you know, they can live and also like basic needs met. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like uh, I started working at the college I graduated from. So my, my main focus is like uh, my involvement is focusing on leaders, like helping build leaders for like tomorrow who like, mm-hmm. um, want to shift humanity for the better right and giving them the skills necessary to do that so that's like public speaking that's like learning how to if they want to get involved with like you know government and all that if they want to lobby or whatever whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um I'm there to help train them and give them the resources that they can do to follow that path and how whatever fighting for social change looks like that's like my involvement that i've really been in man that's awesome because uh it's crazy how do you think that those resources will come from the like from the instructors, from the teachers. No, what are they called again in college? I've been to college in like over a decade, so I forgot. Oh, yeah. Instructors? No. Yeah, professors. Uh, hmm? Professors, yeah, professors, yeah. So it's crazy how like they don't actually learn that from the professors. They have to learn it from someone else. And it's great and it's beautiful that like, you're actually like teaching the students this because they're very, very valuable skills. But it just like baffles me how the like university itself, the professors don't actually teach it themselves. I'm like, wow, it's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah because for me um i only went to community college and even then i like honestly i, I have asked it because my heart wasn't in it i'm like this isn't the best way i personally learn kind of for some people it's great that they learn like through the educational system but for me i'm like nope i don't learn that way i went through child and error and learned from mentors and that's what i've had i've been doing for like several years now and um that's quite the learning experience and amongst other things but yeah, yeah but uh, no, it's great though that you're being of service for the students like you said, right, mentorship, I think that's super key. Like, no matter what you're doing, whether you're, you know, getting involved in fitness, you want to get involved with music, or, like, you know, organizing on your campus or in your community, like, you need mentors to help advise you who have been there before and can really show you show you a new light. Um, and I think that's that's why I've been pulled to the work that I've been doing. I know Sen also does community work with, with the youth. Yeah. Um, so I do. I'm, I'm an assistant coach for um, Whittier College tennis team. So, yeah, I've been playing tennis my whole life. And, um, you know, I, I get paid shit being an assistant coach. But, you know, I'm out there. I do it for the love of the game and, uh, you know, to provide mentorship. And it just – it's, you know, it's a fun atmosphere when you have a group of young kids that are hungry, you know, to win, learn, and just become the best person they can, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, that's my job is to make sure they're happy, they're having fun, but they're putting in the work. And, you know, not like this is going to teach them, you know, once they get into the, you know, real world, you know, that, you know, nothing comes easier and shit ain't free, you know? 
Exactly. I love how you're putting that out that nothing comes easy. It's not free. Because a lot of people kind of feel like, you know, like privileged to get shit handed to them. I'm like, that's not how it works. You have to go out there and just put in the work and actually go out there and get it. You're going to face, you're actually preparing them to face the obstacles that are inevitably going to happen. Because if you just baby them and tell them everything's going to be okay, they're not going to be prepared. They're going to get hit by reality and it's going to fuck them up mentally. So um, the fact that they're being prepared already, that's awesome. So props to you for doing that for the kids. And of course, and the fact that you you say you don't get paid much and you're still passionate about it. You're still being of service. It's awesome. Like you're just, you're doing it for the children. It's the Wu-Tang Clan. But yeah. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome for both of you because um, it's like I said before, it's as much needed. It's like, a lot of kids are just misguided, distracted, or just not prepared overall. And them having some type of preparation at all, even if you like with them in for like a day or two, that can make a massive difference yeah. in the perspective with the way they see life. So whenever challenges come, when they do come, they're able to face it a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ooh, cool. So um, so how about performing wise? When's the last time you guys done a show? Uh well, we just performed uh, last week. Last week, last yes. week on um, Friday night at an open mic, and we were just going to check it out. But at the same time, we're like, let's check it out. But like, if we could perform, let's perform. And uh, it was la- the last time we form- performed before that was like three months ago. Mm-hmm. So we weren't prepared or anything. It just did it, and it was just so natural. It was like such a good feeling. Like <laughs> I like. I always feel like, you know, at times, you know, we drift because, you know, we're on our own paths as well. But um, once we did it, I was like, man, like that felt good. Like, let's keep doing this shit. Like, it's just like we know our music numbers are doing good and shit. But like once you're on that stage, like no matter if it's small, big, you know, 10 people there, 20, 100, you know, it's like, fuck, just doing it. It just feels so good. Yeah. Like he's like, I'll retweet that. (laughs) I know, like, recently, I'd say the past, like, maybe two or three months, like, I've been dealing with hella anxiety, um, and it's, like, it overcomplicates, like, my creative process and even, like, like, like self-regard um, and the ability to create or perform, and, like, I've really, like, would go to open mics and wouldn't perform because I, like, I didn't feel confident in it or I was just, like, I don't know, right? Like, it was, it was just a lot. And being able to perform last Friday was like, oh, shit, like, okay, I'm finally tapping back in. Like, I'm, like, letting that lower vibration out. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I had to feel whatever the fuck it was and, like, totally, like, release it and be like, no, but also I'm in community. Because this this spot, shout out Alivio Open Mic, um, it's actually, like, at a house. <laughs> it's in a garage. <laughs> and they got, like, vendors, right? Like, they're selling candles, stickers, like, essential oils, you know, folks from around the community. And it's, like, very very supportive and sounds like probably will be featured um in the upcoming months and mm. they're like we st- i started off saying we're vegan rappers yeah. <laughs> for some people they're like oh shit i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> and they're like I-, I don't know if that's gonna be good or is it gonna be why but you know we're not and uh we uh, we shed a new light about like yeah we're vegan rappers but like we got some shit to say and mm. it's cool so it was dope it was a cool vibe <laughs> I solid. Yeah, I like how uh, both of you were saying how you weren't prepared by the same time. You still went up there. You weren't like you weren't second guessing it. You're like, oh, I don't know. I'm too sure. Like, no, let's go get this. Let's go. So um that's the kind of mess you gotta have. And 
cost a buff here for not backing down and going out there and getting it. Yeah, even though, like, what, right before we get called out, it's like you get that nervous feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, is it nervousness or is it excitement or is it both? And it could be both, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, how am I challenging that to be like, this is going to motivate me to, like, go up there and just, just handle Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, kind of like Anthony Robbins said before, is the feeling between anxiety and excitement the same thing? You have the same sensations in your body, but depending how you perceive it, is how depending on how you perceive it, it's the one that you feel. Like if you feel like not confident in yourself, but you still feel the symptoms. I mean, the the sensations, you're gonna feel anxiety. But if you feel, you know, the same the same uh, sensations, but you feel ready to go, even though you may not be a hundred percent sure sometimes. Boom, you're, you're, uh, you're excited and just going based off that energy, you, you just deliver. And whether you do good or good or not is great, it is what it is. It's a learning experience either way. Yeah. That's exactly. how I feel like when I'm like, when I'm on stage, when I do um, talks, because I've been doing like at least like one a month now, and nice. I get pretty nervous. Well, the one I did um, last Wednesday from the day this recording, uh-huh. I was chilling. It was like the first one was by myself too. It wasn't with a, with a panel like previous ones. I'm like, it's just me one hour presentation is like let's go i'm like let's go <laughs> i'm like i can't prepare for this shit so i'm like let's go and um i realized the best for me is like this is the first time i use a powerpoint no second time second time i use a powerpoint and it was just me but at the same time i'm like i'm not gonna like practice this i'm like no i'm like I'm going to go depending how the audience feels, how the, who the audience is, how I'm feeling, how I'm looking by perspective when it comes to looking at the, uh, at the PowerPoint slides, I'm like, I want to make sure this is like as general as possible. I don't want this to be like, like a robot repeating what's on a PowerPoint or something that I repeated over and over. I want it to be something real for the time being. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just want to have relevant content on the screen so then you could just do your thing. Exactly, yeah. And I realized there was like typos on the PowerPoint. I just made joke of them. So I'm like, oh, well. and I just owned it too. I'm like, I make mistakes too. And I'm just owning to it and I'll address it next time. And when, when like audience asks questions about something I didn't know, I'm like, that's good. I'm going to do research into it. That's good. I'm going to do research on that and I'll look into it. Or is there certain topics that I didn't feel comfortable or knowledgeable talking about? I acknowledge that too. So it's also great to just own what you don't have as well. No, own um, own imperfections basically. Like yeah, own. and own like what you can learn more, right? And that's practicing humility, which I think is like super, super key. Mm-hmm. So a random question came to mind. Uh, would you ever collaborate with like different types of uh, genres? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you don't like... Cause I feel like, like yeah, we're rappers, but like, I feel like we're definitely like very alternative and indie within ourselves. So like, mm. doing something different. Like, back then, like a couple of years ago, we had a track that was like EDM, but it never dropped. Hey. Oh, drop it! <laughs> it's like have done like, and it was that, like low key that shit was kind of fire. Like, <laughs> hey. oh, now you really gotta drop it. You it up. <laughs> it's on record too, so you gotta drop it now. <laughs> But yeah, I think definitely, I think uh, mixing it up would be dope. Like, mm-hmm. I think because we both have, I think we both have great writing skills and uh, are confident enough within our abilities to do anything. Definitely. Yeah, and also, or just like, we listen to, you know, different music and inspired by it, and it will kind of show out sometimes. So like, like some of our most recent, like, I feel like there's a little like alternative and like a light, like grunge to mm-hmm. like, the, um, like the emotion that kind of comes up. And also for me, like, melodically 
I do fuck with kind of like the reggae sound too. Hey. And like, you know, what type of energy does that bring about? And I think to also see like other artists from different genres in their creative process, I think that'd be super, super dope to witness. Oh, hell yeah. That'll help you like with your own creative process as well. Yeah. They'll help you like expand your horizons. So for both of you, what are five genres you would like, you would, you would like actually like collaborate or create? Uh, shit. Well, I think definitely like the like EDM type would be dope. Mm-hmm. I think, like, because obviously when ASAP Rocky and Skrillex did that shit, like uh, that shit was crazy. Like, wild for the night, like that shit blew my mind. So I think EDM, uh, definitely like some more like like R and B, like some like sexy shit, you know that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and definitely on some rock shit, like uh, hella alternative and like grunge and like a little screaming i always wanted to try like you know kind of like screaming like trippy red type shit mm-hmm. but like hella more alternative like just i don't know i think it would be so sick i'm i mean i didn't really grow up on it but it was around me so mm-hmm. i was like i like that shit and um so that's three uh what would be the fourth one i would say i've never i don't know like boom bap type of rap and i never mm-hmm. we never really do it we kind of like fuck with it a little bit yeah. but i think boom bap like i could definitely do it. and like this full no i could do that shit easy and then five what are the genres are there <laughs> a whole lot <laughs> i'm gonna do some some um some classical bro i'm just gonna just start singing some opera shit i don't Beethoven. know <laughs> hey I'll, I'll fuck with that i'll be dope <laughs> Beethoven dropping bars, let's go. Hey, hey that'd be dope. That'd be swag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, similar to, like, I would love to do some type of, like, soul R&B type of track. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people say that sometimes we're, like, pop rappers, but I'm like, nah, we haven't really, like, we could probably do it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's all about, like, the sound and, like, the energy of it. Because mm-hmm. um, it's more, like, contemporary, right? Yeah, I'll, down, I'll be down to like fuck around with like reggaeton trap, like that'll mm-hmm. be pretty sick. And it would challenge me to like um, try to practice Spanish again, and mm-hmm. but mostly Spanglish because I, I feel like I speak more broken Spanish. If anything, <laughs> I don't know. I think it'll be, it'll be do- dope to do. Um, I don't know, like fucking. Can I do like some meditation bars? I don't know. Like <laughs> that'll yeah. be kind of. Why not? Yeah. Guided, guided, guided flow or something like you know something innovative. Like a guided like sixteen bars right there. Guided cipher, yeah. Uh, meditating. It'll be a lot slower tempo, but shit, it'll be fire and it'll be like beneficial for people too. Yeah, right. Like so, like thinking about healing and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I could do reggae, but I think that kind of, <laughs> you know, just like hella high and like <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, anything to really like push my boundaries mm-hmm. and like my vocal range mm. i think the music that we have been doing recently has really pushed us about how other aspects of our voice that we haven't used yet mm. cool what about a jazz track i love jazz but yeah, yeah. oh like jazz like jazz hip-hop bro. Jazz hip-hop, yeah. bro. or even like, even like a like a lo-fi jazz type of track yeah like a that's- type, type of track that'd be dope i like my intro for the podcast yeah, yeah. I see. I feel like that would be super comfortable for us. Mm-hmm. Like, like easy to do, and yeah, yeah. It it's, it's definitely it's definitely something that we've thought about. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. How about this one? A metal track. 
Yeah, because uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm actually quite the metalhead. So usually when I work out, I do listen to metal. I mean, not non heavy like angry shit like I used to when I was younger, but mostly like instrumental metal. But I do listen to like certain metal sometimes. Like I actually listen to to uh, a band. They're from Mexico and they actually make like uh, acid type of tracks where you do like like tracks for the gods and tell stories about like rituals and like even like crazy shit like sacrifices too. It's pretty intense and they're very talented, very well done. And uh, what are they called? I'll take a look and remember what they called. Um, yeah, they're really good. It's a Mexican metal band and it's freaking great. That'd be crazy. So they kind of do like uh, like indigenous drumming too, or they do and they do the flute as well. It's amazing. They do and then they they uh they also do like chanting Nahuatl too. So it's great. Okay. It's dope. dope. Yeah. And then also too is a band called uh, Amanda Marf. They're like a well-known uh, Viking metal band. They're intense, but I like that. Listen to those, you know, for days. Like you know what? If I'll do some heavy shit today. Let me just crack it up a bit. And yeah, <laughs> but I prefer like uh like. Like uh, kind of like technical instrumental metal, where it's like sometimes it could be hella like melodic and and like very complex, or it could be like hella heavy and intense. So it's like a nice yeah. balance of both works out really well. But also too, um, another genre that'd be great for both of you is um, kind of like a like a funky style like hip hop song would be dope. Yeah. Yeah, like, that'd be dope. Yeah. Throw some yeah. funk. <laughs> some BC boys or what? <laughs> yeah, I'll be dope. I'll be dope. I'll co-sign that one. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm taking it back to like 80s ish like 80s hip-hop or like yeah like, like 80s like early 90s style yes yeah. yeah yeah i feel like that would definitely be dope like with definitely with a beat that has that style like like you know like even bruno mars like he did that last album that was all like 90s 80s type like mm-hmm. i feel like those beats we could go super ham on mm-hmm. do like a like like a like a chill wave synth wave type of song like with the 80s style that'd be cool too yeah like a vapor wave track <laughs> we're um, rapping it. that'd be cool yeah i mean our most recent ones like hella different yeah i knew one's like super different i don't even know what genre it is to be honest it's like space hop <laughs> i have to like check it out in a bit because you just dropped it recently right like this week or last week right yeah, last last Friday. Last Friday. All right, we'll check it out. So of course we'll put the links like in the show notes so everyone else could check it out. But yeah, um, how about for both of you? If you could pick three people, any genre you could collaborate with, who would you pick? Wait, wait, is it dead or alive? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just both. <laughs> First one probably have to be Tupac. Yeah. I mean, Tupac. Let's go. <laughs> um, after Pac. I would probably have to say Eminem just to see him, his fucking process. Like, insane. Mm-hmm. And then third, ooh, maybe Michael Jackson? Mm. That would be crazy. Because that would just be hitting notes and I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So you took Pac. So I guess I'll just uh, collaborate from on the background vocals. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's enough room for three verses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's enough for three. Like, we got to share, like, a Pac energy. Like, that should be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Biggie, too. Like, mm-hmm. Biggie's just so fluid. And, like, he's very jazzy in the way mm-hmm. his flow and cadence is. Um, and then I think more recently... Uh, I don't know. Saba. Saba's dope. He's a younger Saba. 
artist, yeah. Yeah, actually, I heard of one of his. Uh, I was listening. To, I was listening to Anderson Park yesterday, and uh, one of his uh, his albums ended. Then it's, it played some songs from Saba. I'm like, hey, this is cool. I like it. I think yeah. I've. Uh, yeah, I think I heard music from Saba before. I think from like a Chance of Rapper song. I think, but yeah, yeah I was like, okay, I like this. But you know, sometimes when you listen to so much music, you kind of forget to follow up on it. Yeah. Especially for yeah. me, because I listen to so many, just like so many different genres, I kind of forget sometimes. But yeah. He's like the jazz hop that you were talking about. You know, yeah. Influence. Yeah. When you said that, I thought about him like right away. I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Be I thought you mentioned like Kid Cudi first, because I know you mentioned, he mentioned him as a major influence for you. Yeah. I mean, I guess he is like subliminally in it in our last track. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, but yeah, that would that would be dope too. I, I maybe I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be too shy to even think I can do it. <laughs> too shy? No, man. You just gotta own it. You'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. It's like uh, I mean that shit does happen though, cause I did meet like one of my favorite artists. I met Lupe Fiasco a while back, and yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> but that was like years ago. I was like a little bit. I was a different person three years ago, and nowadays, yeah. like regardless of who I meet, I'll be like, I'll be able to own it. It's just a matter of uh. You know, just realizing that it is still human, but at the same time, it's a holy shit. Someone that's like, like, that's been a big influence in your life. So it is a little bit different. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, if I, I guess if, I, if he got Pac, then I got Cuddy. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Have uh, both of you considered like making music for like a short film or like different types of media too? Because, you know, a lot of times when we watch movies, we place a yeah. big emphasis on the music or even like in video games as well like music is a large part of it. it sets the tone tells a part of the story and it's just the audio aspect of it is a major part since you know we do like we do emphasize a lot on our auditory sense when it comes to entertainment so hey yeah. consider working in different like types of media um i yeah i mean i know he's contacted about it before mm -hmm. i'll let him like dish that out but like i don't know like i've tried to look into it before and it seems like hella like uh more like catered toward labels it seems like you know like i it's hard to infiltrate and it seems like i don't know i just gotta do hella more research you know mm -hmm. yeah and and like a part of it too is right like research and connecting with people mm -hmm. like in the community so i, I i'm glad that like last week we went to that open mic and like, cause we don't know who the hell's in the room. Like not everyone's in a poet and everyone's a rapper or a singer. There's probably creative directors, right? People who are working on a YouTube show that they're, or maybe they're working on a Netflix show. Mm -hmm. right? and it's like, we're based in LA. So it's like the access is right there. Um, and so I definitely think like us being out there more in terms of performing and like local community events will help us get those right connections for our music to then be introduced in those mediums, like you were saying. Uh, Cause we did get, uh, I did get reach out to one like YouTube um, like series um, about our music, and you know they do like a series on like un what it what it means to be like living as undocumented um, in in the U.S. Um, and I shared a couple of tracks and they 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 enjoyed it, and so they're like, we'll keep you posted on future seasons, you know, how we can put in our soundtrack. So, you know, just taking that initial step is like, it doesn't have to be us putting it on Spotify, like you said, right? Like we mm -hmm. can have all these other channels. Yeah, that's awesome. We actually got reached out before. And also, Tucky like said, it's a series on undocumented people. And that's powerful stuff because realizing because so many people like in this country live that way. And of course, well, they're, we don't agree with that. It doesn't make sense, but it's, it's a reality that a lot of people have to face. And also yeah. the fact that both of you are like in the SoCal and there's 
lot of connections out there. So just like, you know, making the most out of that opportunity. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of other people too. So we just find a way to stand out a bit more. And of course, both of you do stand out a lot more. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's We're awesome. Empowered by Marcos. What's up? <laughs> that we feeling empowered by Marcos. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Cool. So, uh, besides uh, music, do you work on different art forms as well? Uh. Mm, nah, not really. I. Mm. Pretty much just giving our all into that craft. Pretty much for me, at least, that's what I can say. Like. I really try to focus on in on it, you know, and like, like almost like that Mamba mentality, you know, like I'm not going to do this shit half fast. Like I can do this and that and that, but if I'm, you know, 50% at this, I'm 25% good at that. Then what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, let me just be great at, at this. So I, I, that's what I do. I focus on my writing, freestyling and, you know, just learning, listening to music all the time and just owning up like you know my rap craft and just really focusing dialing on that yeah same here like you know we're writers we do you know we write or we rap we do our hip-hop and also like sometimes when i feel like i don't want to be constrained by like hip-hop then i would write poetry and it morph into spoken word that's mm -hmm. another like form of art that i channel um so i'm like not constrained by i don't know like a drum you know drum line right like I'm just going to go straight acapella and I'm going to just pour the emotions out and give you a story. Um, so that's the other art I try to use or I do use. And then I don't know, like healing arts. Like I've been interested in holding like healing circles for people. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's art, but like it does take creativity to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have empathy. You have to know, you have to read people's energy and um, kind of meet them where they're at and hopefully facilitate a space where they, feel comfortable sharing and then feeling better like after they share what they share and be like oh yeah thank you like i needed a space like that and to me i think that's like there's an artistic element to it mm -hmm. oh hell yeah because for art like, like you know it's like just a form of expression and if you're willing to express yourself to make other people feel comfortable for them to you know be able to be in a more vulnerable state to be able to like express themselves and experience the healing process oh, it's definitely an art that's why it's called the healing arts yeah yes. doesn't We've been also thinking about like as we venture out more and like connect with local talent, eventually we can create some type of open mic, right? And mm. we can collaborate with some local vegan vendor or, or restaurant um, to kind of promote like all these different values that we share mm -hmm. uh, and, and just highlight, you know, dope folks in the area. Definitely. That'd be great because it's definitely needed, not just out there, but like everywhere. Being able to like, have like open mics and places where you wouldn't expect that way you could get the crowds that might want to deliver a certain message and not just like the people delivering the message, but the people that need to hear the message as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And some, sometimes it'll be a space where people finally felt like they're being heard, mm -hmm. you know, or they're taking that step to finally be like, all right, I'm tired of like just having my own voice and let me share it. Like, that's right yeah and i like how you mentioned like having that mama the mama mentality because a lot of times we get distracted so easily by anything like for example me like i had this idea of writing my own um animated series i think i mentioned to you daniel last year yeah yeah and then uh i was like i was pretty much half-assing it i was like i feel like i was half-assing too many things and i wasn't too focused on one thing i was way too ungrounded and just like my head was up all over the place and i just like put a bunch of projects on pause because i was like you know what this is distracting me if it's not connected to like wellness and fitness 
it's gonna be put on pause straight up yeah like i honestly haven't considered doing a podcast putting a podcast on pause but I'm like no i'm still connected with everything else i just do it once a week we just keep rolling with it so yeah, yeah. it doesn't take up too much time so yeah that's why we gotta have that mama mentality just focus on the task at hand so respect that yes yeah it's like that laser focus you know mm-hmm. exactly yeah all right cool so so I know you guys, both of you are busy, man. You got to keep rolling. So um, any last words, any final message you want to give to the audience? Uh, yeah, I think just important, just overall, I think everybody just needs to really slow down, take a minute, breathe in some fresh air, relax, because I know everybody goes in a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> Especially me right now, I'm hella busy, and I know this guy's busy too. It's, it's just like, slow down relax you know like uh find yourself really and just like just think like hey whoa just slow the fuck down <laughs> i don't know it's just like people are going that's what i'm i don't know it's just like people slow down like relax not shit happens but like just keep rolling like shit gets better you know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, like, I just feel like everybody's just, like, a thousand miles an hour all the time. Or, like, you're walking by and people are on their phones, like, nah, like, look up, you know, like, put that mm-hmm. shit away. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to go a thousand miles per hour in LA traffic, but yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Jokes aside, I do get what you're saying. I just had to throw that joke out there. <laughs> yeah, it's like the mine could be going a thousand miles per hour, but I'm seeing there. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, too, right, like. It's okay to like put your phone down. It's okay to just, like talk to a stranger and be like, yo, like exchange a smile and like a genuine, like, you know, genuine exchange. Um, we actually are finally like, we've been being consistent about putting out music like monthly and we're gonna actually record a music video tomorrow mm. for our song voicemail. And like, this is pretty big cause we're like, we're learning to invest more, you know? Like if this is really what, what we wanna do and, and it is, uh, we got to put in not only the work, but the resources. Exactly. Who are, are who, ha- how, who can share a vision and execute. And so, you know, tomorrow's going to be like, I'd say like a pretty monumental day of like us taking serious about our career. So we're really excited to eventually release our voicemail music video um, for you all. Um, won't give a date because that's going to happen when the universe aligns it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like sometimes we'll have to slow down in that process too. Mm-hmm. And reminding reminding everybody to stay grounded and to be present and like care for each other. I think that's important too. Yes, definitely. Yeah, just slowing down a bit, take care for each other, being grounded and not being too scattered. Cause that's how we get distracted and that's how we don't get things done and get frustrated. So yes, I'm glad both of you mentioned that. All right, cool. So for for uh for the audience that wants to you know follow up with you how could he find you online like on instagram website spotify yeah we got all that we got in everything instagram twitter facebook spotify apple music soundcloud any music streaming platform Sena daniel cano s-e-n-a daniel c-a-n-o and yeah i mean and we always follow everybody back we're not like assholes you know we literally follow everybody back because yeah, we because we want to we want to be in community right like i think mm-hmm. that's important and we also have a website um senadanielcano.com we have our music videos up there and we also have merch mm. um so folks want to support our vision and understanding that like change is a part of the process so we I have see what like, you did there 
Because <laughs> 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 Visions, all right. So mostly for people who don't know, Visions was their album and Change is one of their songs. So yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So Changes, we have Changes merch and um, support local talent and we're excited to just connect. Um, don't be afraid to like hit us up. Even if you're, let's say you're thinking about doing music and you want to like learn more about that process or even uploading music to like all the distribution, like you can hit us up and we can tell you how, what we've used. Um, and we can serve like as a mentor or advisor, like that's what we're here for. Like we want people, we want the emerging, the music scene to emerge, but from a very like positive, authentic place. And that's why we're here. Respect. You're not being selfish and greedy. You're being open, you're opening up the door for everyone else. So much respect for that. Got to, you got to. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for your time, sharing your experience, your knowledge, wisdom, and it's a pleasure speaking and pleasure meeting you. And uh, it's awesome. I know that, um, I know the the audience will really enjoy this episode. And speaking of the audience, thank you guys for listening again. And as always, new episodes every Monday. And make sure to like, subscribe, share this with 20,000 people. And if you have any comments, ideas, suggestions, feel free to reach out to me. And as always, take care of yourself, brush your teeth, and catch you guys next time. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Thank you, Michael. Let's do that in there today. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs>